recent study done in the Department of Nursing and Midwifery at Stellenbosch's University Faculty of Medicine and Health Sciences has revealed that civil claim settlements due to nursing malpractice in private hospitals are a growing problem in South Africa. Professor Ethelwyn Stellenberg's research showed a decline in the quality of care in both the state and private sectors. Professor Stellenberg is on the line to us now. Prof, good evening to you. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, for starters, it was long thought the real deficit existed in the public sector, but the private sector was the place to go for decent health care in South Africa. This study seems to go some way in busting that myth. Yes, uh, good afternoon, uh, Joanne, and thank you so much for, for this interview. And to share with you uh, our results of a major study, it's an NLF-funded study to look at uh, malpractice litigation in South Africa. This is the first phase that has been completed where we looked at what is malpractice litigation in nursing practice like in the private sector. And uh, it is uh, shocking, actually, the, the, the results that we obtained. And, and this was basically driven by other research studies as well that we completed, you know, where we found that um, that is the use of caregivers, healthcare workers in, 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 the, in the hospitals. And these hospitals are acute hospitals. And also use the use of enrolled nurses, uh, not registered nurses or professional wow. nurses, in critical care units. Yes. So those studies prompted me, you know. In fact, there was one that I actually looked at the legal and, and, and ethical issues as well uh, uh, in nursing practice. In, in, in a private hospital. Right. And uh, it showed that uh, we, we need to be looking at private as well. And if you speak to people, you know, say many people, when you just speak about uh, private hospitals, they will always tell you that, oh, they had this kind of bad experience and that and that. Yes. Well, what so, are some of the examples of negligence you came across, Prof? Well, now, we, now well, the factors that uh, we looked at, we, took, we, we looked at a variety of factors but uh, uh, specifically at nursing. So the cases that we looked at, it was 122 cases, of which in that 122 cases, 43% were nurses and doctors, not only nurses, So, oh. but the, the emphasis on nurses. Right. So we, we basically took the, 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 the cases and uh, we categorized them as administrative organization, human behavior, and clinical management. And clinical management is so shocking that 93% is clinical management, which is problematic because this is the health professionals, the healthcare professionals that must make sure that they deliver safe quality patient care. And this shows that something is wrong when mm. it comes to delivering the actual care right. to patients. And, and you find, you know, I don't want to go into the various cases that we looked at because there's no names in them, but Cases that have been in court, for example, in 2012 sometime, there was a case uh, basically where a patient went for a coronary bypass. And, and because of negligence, you know, from both surgeons and nurses, that patient went home with not only a coronary bypass, but also he had lost one of his legs, you know, wow. so he had also an amputation. And, and things like that, you know, with, with the, the, the actual specific... Oh dear, have we lost our line to you, Prof? I think we're going to have to try and pick up that conversation perhaps a little bit later on. That was uh, Professor Ethelwyn Stellenberg from Stellenbosch University's Faculty of Medicine and Health Sciences. She's the one who actually drove this research, a very worrying research indeed, that shows there's a decline in the quality of care in both state and 
private sectors. We started a conversation just before our news bulletin with uh, Professor Ethelwyn Stellenberg from Stellenbosch University's uh, Faculty of Medicine and Health Sciences and she's done this excellent research that is really quite worrying actually, showing that there's been a major decline in the quality of care in both the state and private sectors. Now, many of us may have expected that of the state because it gets such bad press in general, but would you have expected that of the private sector and what has your experience been when you went to a private hospital recently? It looks like it applies to both doctors and nurses alike. So we lost our line to the prof. Let's just continue our conversation with her. Uh, Prof, thank you for joining us once again. Uh, We're at the point in the conversation where now I need to ask you, is it true that uh, of all these medical malpractice claims that are made, many are just made to go away by paying complainants off? Yes, that is what 122 cases we looked at. We had 74% were settled out of court. And only basically 26% landed up in court. So you never get to know what the actual reasons are. You know, uh, perhaps just to tell you that before we started the study, we we basically asked, you know, of the large organizations if they would allow us to look at the trial bundles. And we didn't get a positive response because they were guided. They were told not to give it to us. So we wrote to many, many lawyers and... Uh, we found, you know, this is why this is basically a convenient sample of 122 uh, trial bundles, of which, the, the, you know, these bundles came from the Western Cape and Gauteng, where the largest hospitals are found. Mm. And um, so, most so for, cases are settled yeah. out of court. Yes. So, so for all you know... Money or anything. Yes. Yes. So, so for all you know, sorry to come in there, Prof. So for all you know, you could be going to a doctor who's just been sued for malpractice, perhaps more than once, and you're going to go under the knife uh, at the hands of this particular individual. Uh, and and you just don't have that information because you've been barred from having it, essentially. Yes, that's correct. That's correct. All right, that's very that disappointing happen. indeed. That does happen. Yes, cases are settled. You know, it appears like money just talks, you know, and uh, covers up things. And it's not right because it's about safe quality patient care that we would like to have. And it's a really a misnomer if we think that it's only public, the public sector who always gets the publicity, as you said, you know, about things that goes wrong. It happens in the private sector as well. And these are world-class hospitals yes. supposed to be. So we expect world-class treatment. You expect that if you're in critical care, that a critical care nurse will nurse you and if if if, it's, if she's not doing it directly, that there's a registered nurse that nurse you, especially in the first few days after surgery, not to have an enrolled nurse taking care of you, and 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 this, uh, you know, the one of the reasons that we have identified in one of our studies is that the the enroll the this is what came from out of the study is that the the unit managers are basically pushed to make money, you know, to show profit. Yes. And and, and they are then compelled to take staff that, you know, inferior, that's mm. not of quality. Yes. You know, a, a staff nurse is a good nurse to have around, but there's a place for the staff nurse. There's a place for the for, for an assistant nurse. And when it comes to healthcare workers, I call them runners. They should not be in a, acute hospitals. Mm. They should be working and assisting in old age homes, or at home and going around, but not in acute hospitals. Wow. Uh, our, our, our patients are paying a lot of money to be there. And it is a fact, you know, if you decide to shop at Sutterfits or Garlics or all these fancy shops, then it's your choice. 
you know, so many people go to places where they think that they'll get the best care. Yes. And it should be like that. Right. It's unethical not to give that to our patients. And of course, uh, even after all, all that's happened, the medical aid holder actually pays the costs of these malpractice suits in the long run, I take it. Well, uh, um, not so sure about that. They probably do pay, but uh, if there's a case of uh, that the patient, uh, plaintiff takes, you know, speaks to the lawyers, you know, and start start the process of, of you know, uh, wanting to sue the hospital. If it's settled, I, I, I'm not sure if the medical aid is involved with that. Oh, medical aid has probably paid the bill and, and so on. But normally patients will ask, you know, they will sue for all the costs that went with being in hospital um, and, uh, you know, lengthy stays in hospitals. I can t- tell you of these results that we obtained uh, that we had uh, 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 the increased hospital stay was 79%. And interestingly enough, I received an email from somebody uh, uh, who was in hospital for brain surgery, and he wrote to me and he said to me that, uh, you know, he agrees with, with what uh, my findings because the, the fact that he went for brain surgery and it was very successful, but he was there for almost a year. Wow. You know, because of everything that just went wrong with him. Sure. Now, who pays for all of that? Right. You know, that's the big question. It's a very good question. You know, Thank and, you for, for yeah. drawing attention to all of these things, Prof. And I'm so sorry that we can't have a longer conversation with you because it's such an important issue. But I would love to, to hear from our listeners on this. I'd like to know your personal experiences stemming from your, your care at private hospitals. Is, is that experience borne out by the research undertaken by Professor Ethelwyn Stellenberg?